0: This is Lewis Alt for Boxing Social in association with Empire Fast and Forged Irish Stout. Delighted to be joined with Dean White. How Dean, doing, how's things, mate? I'm all good, mate. How are you?
1: Hey, not bad. How are you doing? Boxing Social. Long time.
0: Long, long time. but Not long time for me, mate. Um, yeah, everything's all good, man. Everything's all good. Um, I'm not new, like... Yeah, we don't want done one before. About I'm about a year been doing this for a year. So, yeah, man. Yeah, how's a uh, what's everything been like on the promotional stable? Everything, like that? everything all yeah, we've been going working well. Working with
1: Blackbox Global, um, we got a show this Saturday
0: at Tollworth. We got Alfie Clegg
1: um, fighting um, Iman Matendu for the IBO Youth World Title. Uh, got a lot of struggles getting that across the line, but we're we're still in the we're still in the battlefield putting patching that together. But we're against the clock here, so yeah, we're just continuing to push for that and we had a few dropouts but yeah we're just trying to patch that show together but yeah it's still, it's still in at the minute um, we're going to make some decisions in the next couple of hours on how, how we proceed based on you know the opponent and other things but you know boxing's hard and uh, you know we've had a lot of setbacks um, this week so but this is part of the boxing game man you have good and bad moments you've got to take them uh, it, it, as, you, as, as you can and just enjoy whatever moments that you're giving. You know what I
0: mean? How do you deal with these adversities as a promoter? As you know, all the big time promoters, they'd all have dealt with their own adversities. With yourself, who's fairly new to the game uh, on the promotional la- landscape, how do you feel like you deal with you know different adversity? Where it's fights falling out, you know, constant like and stuff like that. How do you deal with them sort of adversity?
1: Pull my hair out, but I still got the hair. But I mean, you know, I, you know, imaginary pull my hair out. But I mean, um, it's tough, man. But to be honest, I'm very hands-on, so I I just look for replacements immediately. But sometimes when it's this close, it's it's nearly impossible to actually, you know, get stuff like that done. But, I mean, um, we're still trying, and we're trying to figure it out. Until the last um, moment, until the Fat Lady sings, we're going to continue to try and, you know, fight Mm -hmm. and get stuff done. I've been there many times before. Sometimes it's worked. Um, There's there's other things where it's not worked before. But in this instant here now... um, you know we, we, we're gonna have to make a decision and um, figure stuff out um, as a team and get, make whatever decision we need to make but um, at the minute we're, we're we're still going ahead and everything's just borderline working but like I said um, if, if we don't manage to get some of the fights then we're in a precarious situation because we, we we didn't have a, a lot of fights it wasn't a big show anyway we only had around six fights so uh, some sometimes you're gonna have to you know, have a call it or make a executive decision.
0: When you look at twenty twenty three as a whole, as we do close off uh, towards the end of the year, has it been been successful for you as on, on on that sort of thing? How would you look at reflect on it?
1: I'd, I'd, I'd classify. It's been hard. It's been uh, lots of trials and tribulations. Um, you know, I've had a little bit of time away from a lot of media to heal myself. I've had things going on in my life, and um, I took a little bit of time away because you know I needed to mentally repair myself to a degree um, in life successes health family and other things the sport of boxing I think it's successful because I'd say we've done a great job from the foundation building guys like Alfie and a few of the other guys who are going to be in title contention shortly Alfie's at the door of an IBL Youth World title he's, this is, he's only 8-0 and oh, he's, this will be his ninth fight Um, and then we've got other titles lined up from the Commonwealth Silver and so on so for me as someone who's only been promoting the last two years I feel like it's an amazing feat to be working with myself me doing this not with people who are behind me backing me and working with me who's got way more experience in boxing because some people are front people and there's people with them working behind them that's got vast more experience I don't have that it's just us, Blackbox. a small team we've grown and we work together and I do a lot of stuff hands on. Um, and a lot of people work together with people. Um, you know, I normally tend to work with a, a, like other promoters in terms of, with managers more than other promoters. I know uh, a, a lot of promoters work together and do shows together, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I'm just saying, we predominantly do our own Black Box Global Shows and we work with you know managers who uh, you know wanna work and get their fighters on and get them out. Um, at the minute, you know we're we're trying to push on because we don't want to have we don't want to have pulled shows because it's it's bad for your brand and bad for your image and that's not where we're going. Um, we want to we want to be going so we, we try our, our, our darndest darn this because for fighters to sell tickets is difficult now. We're in a a situation where people are short of money and it's hard. You know everyone's suffering. We're in a a situation when people are short of fun so to be able to sell tickets and people supporting them some people are finding it difficult you know what I mean so there's so much different things but as a whole I'd say you know I'm pretty you know happy with how I, w- I wish we did complete on maybe the other show which was meant to have in September um, but in a whole like it, it's it's only a setback for good things to come in the future so I won't think there's any loss I'm only learning on the job as I am two years in what we're doing and I think um, even with the situation we're facing now I've learnt more stuff about myself and boxing inside dealing with stuff so you know we've got a goal man 2024 we'll continue to try and continue to learn on the job and build and grow Um, and it's good it's good man
0: I just wanted to touch on there about. You said you sort of took some time away. Um, how important was that reset for you to sort of get mentally straight? Because boxing really is a business that it can be brutal at times, and it moves quickly. So sort of step away from things and just sort of focus on yourself for a little bit. Was that an important thing for yourself to do?
1: Yeah, it was, yeah, listen, man. <laughs> I think going away with family and friends is it was it was it was something pivotal. I think for my well being as well. You know my you know to take myself away and just kind of not do anything not focus on anything boxing related and just have that time out with family and friends and to to just grow man inside myself and heal inside myself you know what I mean so um, I've had a few breaks I've had one the other day again and, and it's the same I think it's just um, they say time is the key for most things I don't know about that but I think you know being away in the in the sun definitely pays a part on our mental state. Vitamin D is always good for mental state, so you know it's um it was it was pivotal, and I think it's probably something. Obviously, you know I've got to give myself a bit of time for my well-being as well. But boxing is a key part of my life as well. So you know me not doing anything probably is not going to help me either. But but it's made me you know rearing and wanting to come back with a bang and do stuff. So that's why we're adamant and we're pushing on for the stuff for the shows to get on for the fighters to. You know, get these facts under their belt and move forward in their careers.
0: Absolutely. And moving on to different boxing topics, um, on the topic of the heavyweight division, December twenty third, um, a very, very popular day for boxing fans, um, especially towards Saudi Arabia. We see a massive, massive card with Anthony Joshua taking on Otto and Deontay Wilder taking on um, Joseph Parker. And um, this has also come with criticism. You know, why aren't we getting Joshua and Wilder and some other match ups? Are you overall happy with this? How this uh, whole Saudi cards uh, evolved?
1: Yeah, I'm a shame I didn't get to go. That I was actually, I was away actually. But I mean, it looked amazing. The, the Saudis, their, um, was it, um, al Sheikh seems to be doing a great job as the man front runner running the sport in uh, Saudi Arabia and putting his money where his mouth is with um, these this boxing game. You know, he's saying, look, man, fuck all the talking, man. Let's What do you guys want and let's get these fights done? Because these fights have been in the running for a long time and they haven't been able to materialise, a lot of them. And we're getting closer. It seems to be some form of like a Grand Prix fight off semi-finals, quarter-finals, semi-finals and so on. And then these guys meet each other if they beat these guys. Um, And I mean, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's a good stacked card of heavyweight fights and, um, you know, a lot of 50-50 fights in there. But obviously, as... The elite elite boys you'd expect the top top runners even though and I believe that's a hard fight for Joshua in a southpaw being 6'6 six, six, it's not easy to manipulate and lean and bend on someone who's 6'6 six, six. so I think it's a tricky fight but I believe he'll come through that I believe you know I like Parker but I do believe that power of Wilders does he be able to withstand that for 12 rounds I'm, I'm not sure if he does uh, but I wish him well you know what I mean But um, and then Daniel Dubois against Big Baby Miller very very interesting fight that's probably the the dark horse of the lot, man. Because I think Miller's an unknown quantity in some aspects, and Daniel uh, Dubois, because of many things that's happened to him in his career, he he, he went down and lost against Usek, he, he went down, fractured eye against Joe Joyce, and it's it's unknown where he is. But I thought he done okay early with Usyk, but that big old bruise, that big old tank, three hundred something pounds coming towards you Miller's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting to see how he performs, how he does.
0: I was going to stick on the topic with, uh, with Daniel Dubois. Um, is it a surprise to see him back at the, at the world level mix and still back at the top level, considering how that Usyk fight went and obviously people bringing the Joyce fight back up as well with the, with the question of the stoppage?
1: Indeed it is, but we've got to give credit to Frank Warren, man. Look, one thing i tell you about Frank Warren, he, he's good at getting his guys into positions um, you know, to capitalise. Um, obviously and he's done extremely well obviously when he lost to Joyce everyone thought he was done but he's managed to get him the world title now he's managed to get him on his big table getting big butter again so you know big up Frank old Frank's there man he's been in the game a long time and now he's sitting at the top table smiling next to Eddie thinking this old old dog still got some little tricks here buddy
0: <laughs> absolutely and sticking on the topic of AJ um, obviously now with another trainer and I think it's his third trainer in four fights um in in this press conference, who's you know particularly aggressive? Didn't want to ask, didn't want to a- answer any questions from Devsani. Um, went at Miller obviously, which was obvious. But with with that behaviour from AJ, where do you feel like he is at, at at this point in his career with the new trainers as well?
1: I don't know. I like AJ. I think you know he's. Finding himself, and maybe he's maybe more of himself is coming out in whatever's going on. I don't, I'm not 100%. I don't know what the benefit of this changes to Ben Davison is. I don't even know if it is a full time change. We can't speculate just yet because he hasn't said this is his new trainer. We've just yeah. seen pictures of him training. It might be a thing where he's working with him while he's here in the UK, and you know, he's, it's an ideal base for him. There's guys to spar because there's heavyweight guys. Jamie T, TKV's there. Um, you got Dev, Devon Miller's down there' been sparring them I see online and um, I, don't, I, I I don't have the answers for that um, but I do hope he finds peace and finds what he's looking for. I want him to find that because I want him to do good so he can win these next few fights and bring you know himself to the top of the table to get that fight with fury and do his thing but um, i'm not, I'm not sure how it all unfolds because you know we're seeing this stuff and we don't know why. People move from coaches to coach for different reasons. I don't know. He is fine. He's trying to look for a home. He's trying to look for the ideal match, but I don't know. It's just not materialized just yet. But we'll see. You know what I mean? There's no point speculating just yet. We'll find out what um, actually happens later on.
0: Absolutely. Sticking on the topic of Saudi heavyweight, so I have to talk about Fira Usyk. Um Fury and Co Fury and his team seem incensed that Oleksandr Usyk isn't his toughest fight yet you know, they've talked about the Klitschko fights the Wilder fights um, do you really believe that do you, do you, when, you, when you hear these times, do you think that Usyk is Usyk Fury's hardest fight do you believe um,
1: I'm not sure we'll only have to wait and see in terms of skill set for skill set it's probably going to be one of the, the most skillful guys he's met um, yet again um, he's not going to be as strong as Nganou who we saw him fight the other day but yet again his boxing IQ is probably better than his but IQ from Nganou is still pretty decent but he had a hell of a chin that's what we're yet to see um that's what we're that's what we're yet to see if because no one's really hit Usset that much what I've noticed on the chin but he's been pretty good evasive skillful. um so it'd be interesting because no, I don't I really see um, he had a great fight against um What's the cruiserweight guy's name? One of the old champions. What, Usyk? The Usyk fought one of them cruiser. Gassier? No Braidus. That was a really good fight and he you know he got caught in a few shots. But I mean a big puncher, <coughs> big six foot nine lumps punching you on the chops like um Fury using his elbow, leaning on you. It's gonna be interesting to see how he deals with that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? It's not orthodox boxing. He likes to use his size, tire the legs and then when you tie the legs, you start hitting someone on the chops, it, it, they're going to go down because their legs are weak. So it didn't work with Garni. Big old chunky legs, big neck, strong geezer. None of them games he was playing, none of that None of that worked. So it'd be interesting. I think he underestimated Garni a little bit and we will not see that same fury come February the 17th. I think he'll it'll be spot on and he'll be in, in top nick, hopefully, and then he'll uh, kick the rabbit's ass as, as <laughs>
0: do, we, do you think that we can't take much from that Ngani performance with Nganu being much bigger than Usyk? Completely different styles. And so, for people saying, because he.
1: Sorry to cut you. Unorthodox styles somewhat give you a harder task and a proposition. Because when you've got people whose technique is not orthodox stand up technique, it is harder to read and gauge. You know what I mean? If you've got orthodox. Not to say um, he's, um, Usyk's orthodox, because he's, uh, he's, he's, how he moves in circles is something different as well, which I think Fury might find difficult as well. But um, he's got that little move where he can use his up jab and just do his thing, and you know pick some points and kind of win. But I think it'll still be an evenly tough fight because you're not, you, you can't be such a dominant amateur, a dominant cruiser, and come to him and be so dominant and not have something about you. So we're gonna see. I think these two might bring out the best in each other, and they're gonna have to be for the even one, one to be the winner.
0: Absolutely. And just the last one from me. Um, have you there been much conversation with Dillian? Um, what is the update with You're him right, now?
1: You know I can't go too much on his anything he's up to like that, but I'll say he's good. He's um you know, he's in as best spirits as he can be and I'm sure him and his team, you guys will hear something in due time whenever that comes when he sees fit to come out and talk about anything he wants to talk about, you know what I mean? But um other than that, yeah, we're just dealing with black box global business, baby. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, Dean. Thank you for your time. Really appreciate always catching up with you. All the best for Saturday, mate. I hope it all goes well. Top man. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.